0: Okay, so a sad story that we're focusing on now. The National School of the Arts has called for financial help. In a letter to stakeholders and alumni, uh, the National School of Arts said that uh, COVID-19 has worsened uh, the school's already fragile finances. They say that over 40% of the school's learners are unable to pay for school fees during the pandemic. With so many people retrenched, um, I guess the school is now suffering. So we've got Brenda on the line. She's artistic director and responsible for fundraising. Hi, Brenda.
1: Hello, Marty.
0: Brenda, you know, I, I've been trying, I've been attempting your surname here and I don't want to butcher it. So maybe you should teach me how to pronounce it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a, good, a, a good clue is just a syllable by syllable. That la reedis. Lovely. Working like a Greek woman.
0: Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, so Brenda, this is so sad. With such a long legacy, you know, maybe give us a brief background of the NSA and its contribution to the arts industry.
1: Yeah, so first I'd just like to say up front that the National School of the Arts does not close its doors. It's a public-funded school, we're a GBE school, and the doors for that, to that fine institution will remain open, well, for as long as we know where it is going to be. Yeah. The school has been going, we can claim a 50-year anniversary, um, looking at old um, yearbooks and stories, and the school in its original form as the Johannesburg Art, Ballet, Drama, Music School opened its school sort of in the, in the mid-60s, mm. and the, the date that we could see for certainty for the first trick year was 1969, and then, of course, in 1993, they decided to um, put the Huesco Ukraine and the ABDM, which is how the old art school was called, and conglomerate, put them together, amalgamate, rather, to form the National School of the Arts. And those doors opened in 1993. And really, the school is built on the most extraordinary legacy, specialised education. We were at the forefront of this this thinking years and years and years ago. And we have produced exceptional learners. And what makes it so extraordinary is that it's an institution also of academic prowess. Mm-hmm. A lot of people look at it and think, ah, oh, it's an art school, arty people... Yes, they are arty. they're creative, they're wonderful, they're maverick thinkers, but it's an academic institution. So our learners can leave the school with the benefit of having had their artistic souls and talent nurtured, That they use that creativity and they go across the board. We've got lawyers, we've got strategic thinkers, we've got engineers, we've got astrophysicists. Just about every kind of profession out there, we can say yes. There's an alumna who's doing well. There's an alumna who's doing well. So it would be a travesty if the excellence that is is at the heart of the education that's offered at the school is in any way compromised by not being able to keep on all the educators that we need to keep the business of fine teaching and learning going.
0: Now, Brenda, it's it's so sad that now the school finds itself with this limited budget and, uh, you know, struggling a bit. So what challenges have contributed to the situation that the school finds itself currently?
1: Well, you know, the thing is the admission to the school is based on talent. Mm. So we have learners who get to the school to showcase who they are and what they have And if they are talented enough and have such a relevant academic record, they will get into the school, if they can pay school fees or not. And the GDE, or the government schools, offer the exemption policy. And we've noticed more and more over the past couple of years that more and more parents simply cannot afford the school fees. So historically, we have between 18 and 20% of our learners who can't afford school fees. They, they can't afford school fees. But yeah. now we're also finding this year with COVID, a good 10% more parents who can't find school fees. And, you know, you look at even 150 learners who can't pay school fees, do mm-hmm. the sums, 26,000 rand, 26,000 rand. You know, that's 4 million rand. 4 million rand keeps the school running for a couple of months. So we really have felt the deficit. And also this year, not because of the pandemic, the things that we had in place to raise funds, monetizing our wonderful performing arts program, mm. well, that couldn't happen. Yeah. So we had lined up right across our discipline, some you know, fundraising efforts for all our departments to bring in some sorely needed cash just to keep the cash flow going. And look, at also, I think COVID has taught everybody. It's been a great revealer. Yeah. And we started the year in a fragile situation and all of a sudden it was compounded, pushed to the edge and at that point, rather than the ship go aground, we said in early June, let's appeal to our alumni. Let's say, we've never really appealed to you to help us financially. Let's ask for a donation from everybody from the past 50 years. And that will be the lifeline that we need to keep going. And then I think, unfortunately, the story kind of went, oh, the school's closing the yeah. school's suffering financially. Brenna, we you, will never
0: close. Brenda, mm. have yes. you maybe thought of taking those performances and those exhibitions onto an online platform, maybe?
1: Yes, indeed. In like, fact, we're planning to do a, a virtual concert for some of our alumni mm. and, obviously, our, our current students. You know, the thing is at the moment that not everybody's back at school. Yeah. We've got our matrix back at school, and then we're slowly going to filter the other grades back into the school. So we can't kind of... Get the children now into the studio, or yeah. you know, even with the social distancing, the protocol, film them. But what we have been doing, which has been very exciting, although it's not, it's not monetizing it, but it's certainly in terms of profile raising. A lot of our content we've been streaming on the Jovis Theatre website, and currently this week in celebration of Women's Month. We've got our Bridges and Arches, which was our dance showcase in 2019, which mm. featured the work of four very strong female choreographers. So we kind of, some of our content is out there and will be out there um on other platforms in the couple of months ahead. A lot of the material actually supporting the Matrix syllabus. We're going to have our hip-hop hamlet available again, our uh, Afro-punk Macbeth. Um, like so our content is going to be out there and available and we'll find creative ways to monetize it. But I think now... We want to broker in hope. Hmm. You know, we've had incredible feedback since the story broke of people coming with their wonderful ideas and their and their kindness yeah. to say, how can we help? Mm. And I, say, I think it is a collective kindness of people contributing whatever they can that will turn this ship around. And I must say, for the first time this morning, I had a sense. I could even see the ship in my mind. Just being steered away from stormy waters yeah. into a safe harbor, because we hold we hold the most precious cargo. We really do. These children are an exercise in resilience. They just inspire all the time because they are brave little artists. And and we have to look after them, and we have to look after the institution and make sure that they are offered the finest education. And we have to look after our educators. They are education is a vocation. Because also you know, the educators, our, our,
0: yeah. Because, I mean, it's not just about um, the kids who go to the National School of the Arts, mm-hmm. also the educators, because if you guys don't keep afloat, then there are a lot of retrenchments that could take place. Is that right?
1: Well, that's... Well, correct. I mean, retrenchments will be the last resort. You yeah. know, it'll be the horrible thing of pay cuts, you know, maybe um, once you get that special bonuses cut at the end of the year. And, the I mean, teachers are not the highest earners in the land, as we know. So those are the things that are are important, and we need to safeguard them because we are served by the most excellent educators. And it's we're not going to let that happen much. We are going to, because it's a public school, and everybody in the sector can recognize how important a high-functioning arts institution is. And I think that there are enough people now saying, Let's get behind them. It belongs to everybody the school. It's a public school. It's it's our school. And it only serves us to make sure that it's that it remains the fine institution as
0: it's been for fifty years. I completely agree with you, Brenda. So how much money are we talking about? How much money do you need to raise and how far are you in terms of reaching your target?
1: Well, we needed to raise, as I said, the equivalent of about 150 bursaries, which is just about, um, yeah, 4 million rand. Yeah. Um, and then another 500,000 on top of that just to cushion for those, you know, the unexpected things that, that happen mm. to get us through to the end of the year and also to make sure that next year we don't limp into the new year in a similar situation. Yeah. So the idea was, and if any alumni are listening, it's to contact the school because the idea of an alumni association where people pay an annual subscription um, you know, if it's an eighteen hundred grand, which is what we're asking for. If we've got three thousand alumni annually paying that amount of money, we've got a nice fund that's about to, to start growing. And then that fund could possibly feed in some of the bursaries that we need. So that is of so the main thing with the with the alumni is to say, let's get this endowment fund going. Let's get an alumni association formed. We have the Backer Buddy um, crowdfunding 21 bursaries for 2021, which was an aspirational ask. And we are sitting, and I'm, I'm so proud of it, because you know it's a pandemic and people are struggling. Yeah. So we're just sitting at 100,000. But you know what, that's a fifth of the way where we need to be. And we can do this thing. You know, if it takes a couple more months to do it for 2021, we can at least start with knowing that we've got 21 bursaries. Um, the GDE had announced yesterday that they would honour the allocation that... We were, um, well, we were banking on receiving in its entirety, but we hadn't received it in its entirety. And we can understand because they've got huge challenges getting schools ready. We've got schools that haven't got... Proper ablution or running water, mm. but that doesn't mean that we don't that we don't have a problem. You know what I'm saying? So they were they were acknowledged the problem yesterday, and they are going to honour the the allocation that was due to us. And um, we still have to make sure. You know, we're not quite sure how that money is going to be paid over, but in the media in the press we read that it is an amount of three million. But so we still really need to raise. You know, kind of an, an, an 1.5 million to make sure we get to the end of the year. Um, and at the same time, trying to push the parents who, who can pay school fees to honor their, their commitment as well. Um, but it's only for everybody at the moment. You know, people are, the struggle is real, to use that phrase. It's, the struggle is really real.
0: Do you have, do, are, are you, is there a timeline that you're trying to reach? Is there, are you, is
1: there, well, it, 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 for yes, your financial. The was about sixty days. That we might just have bought a bit more time now with the with the GDE acknowledging that we you know that we really do need the help. Um so that's you know that was the time that we were working towards which we need we need the money to keep float, you know, for the for the final quarter of the year. Um so yes, by the end of September, so okay. October, November, December, the final three months okay. of the year. And And then to know that the 2021 is also, that we we don't ever want to be in a situation again where we say, wait a minute, no reserves, no cushions, Um, because it's it's, it's just so stressful. It's an incredibly stressful situation. I can imagine. It's really, you know, as I must say, you know, the, the last week, as soon as the news broke and also just because there was the, the management of the message that had got a bit skewed in, it, in the media and nothing um, not to blame anybody but it's been a huge amount of time reputational management this week. The school is loved, Nathie. You know, we are alumni love the school. If you go on social media, you know, the school formed me, this school, the happiest years of my life if I hadn't been to that school. The school made me who I am. Yeah. The school is, is so fondly regarded by the alumni, you know.
0: Yeah, and hopefully in reaching out that, you know, they'll respond to the call for assistance.
1: It's been heartwarming. You know, the idea of paying back and paying forward. And sometimes people like to do that. You just have to ask and say, could you help? And invariably people say, absolutely. It's a pleasure. And it's a pleasure to recognize myself in another young artist so many years later. And saying, I see myself in you. I was that child.
0: So, Brenda, how can we assist, you know, any other interested people? How can we, you know, support the school at this time?
1: To be advocates, to get the message out that certain the doors are wide open um, to the school. If people would like to support financially, our backup buddy campaign is called 21 Bursaries for 2021. Um, and obviously this you know means to be able to even have repeat payments on that mm-hmm. they can contact the school um, any alumni can um, reach out on our social media pages drop us a message we'd love to have all the updated information and we're not going to you know ask them all the time we want to share the story and we want to share their story as well in terms of building up the heritage stories of, this, of the national school of the arts um anywhere they can think um, and our principal yesterday said if there was a way of getting food that cost for a hostel, because we do run a hostel, mm-hmm. if there's a way of getting cheaper data, um, if anybody's got an old um, eye, what you call it, an iPad or something lying around, because some of our children for the online learning, the blended learning hasn't worked because the children don't have access to computers or smartphones. So the, the playing fields aren't level with our learners and we feel for them, we really do. Um so any creative, any creative ideas, and also once we're we're back, you know, after this horrible pandemic, to support the work that we we put out there because the work is it's so inspirational always to see young artists coming into their own. So when we do have our festivals or our performance showcases, to especially lovers of the arts, come and warm your heart by coming yeah. to watch these, these these learners. You know,
0: twenty one bursaries for twenty twenty one. Thank you so much, Brenda. Mm-hmm.
1: And thank you for the time and support. The media has been incredible. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.
0: That's uh, Brenda Sakhalarides. She is artistic director and responsible for fundraising at the National Food School of the Arts. I'm hungry. Food of the Arts. National <laughs> School of the Arts. They're calling on, you know, friends, family, corporates, donors, media lovers, anybody to really get behind them uh, to keep learners um, in the school yeah, to assist with bursaries. Mm-hmm. Their initiative is called 21 Bursaries for 2021. And I mean, it's a, it's a school for kids with uh, special talents. Indeed. Because to get in there, you need to audition and you need to really, really be into the arts. And yeah. But uh, she does say that it's not just for the arts. They've mm-hmm. also got lawyers and academics that have come out of the school yeah, as well. Yeah, no, Got fond memories there myself. Really? There. Yeah. Tell us about them. Uh, no, I had a couple of friends there when I was pretty young who lived at the hostel. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, all the hits all day all night.
1: Feel good music Radio 2000.